I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing The doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind And the business got me stressed In the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerds Got no time for no caca Sass in class Yes, they used to pull a kaja Never have to guess When you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening You're pinning words All like bullets in a gun Write what you feel Say what you want Welcome to the Red Room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest. And you guys are listening to the Screenwriters. <laughs> That's Red enough. We don't need more to <laughs> get the show now because I got to talk. <laughs> well, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, everybody? 2019. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, mm. film, music, <laughs> culture. Stop looking at me. I'm not. I'm looking at, my, I'm looking at your hands. Your lovely, smooth hands. <laughs> but our show is always about... Stories, mm-hmm. craft, yes, and shit like yes. That. <laughs> Hello, I'm all giddy because I'm like, is Lisa to my left? What I know, what, what? is this? Am I talking about what? <laughs> Episode four of the year. She might. This is no. This is not. No, that's two episodes. That's, yeah, that's like four too many. <laughs> she may be. In, this in is two, this three is March three this year. We get S Lisa two this year. Two this. So this is the third one. This is the third one. And. Hmm. And yeah, this is the third one. And coming in once a month. She's got stuff to do. <laughs> I got stuff to do. She ain't got no job. I need a job. These kids need her on the mountain. Yes, yes, yes. They need her. And I literally because been stuck. I've literally kids. been stuck on the mountain a couple she's times because we had mudslides. Yeah, <laughs> I literally could not get real. off the mountain for two weeks in a row. Where's the helicopter? Where's the helicopter? They do have the helicopters. So that's how you. They were coming to rescue the people who fell off the mountain. They'll take the kids and they'll leave. Her. That's what'll happen with the helicopter. They showed it. I had a diabetic. They had the CHP come up and escort a bus to get a, a diabetic, but they yeah. wouldn't let See, nobody else come do. down the mountain. That's how they do. Yeah, they had a, the mudslide children came through. First. They mm-hmm. came through, and I had the other kid. I said, "What I about the other children? Women and children first. No, we don't yeah. do that no more. It's and they said first. it's got to be a severe <laughs> medical. And I had a diabetic, and I said, so they brought the bus up, and they just took the twenty three kids down with the diabetic, and the CHP followed it because they had to get the stuff. And the other buses were like, "What about the rest of the children?" And I'm like, "Fuck your kids." <laughs> it's what they were telling me on the yeah. phone. That's yeah. basically what. Cal Trance was saying. Damn. That's hilarious. Damn. So as y'all see, Lisa Bolaconza is yes. back in the hand. Hey, house. hey, I have extended Black History Summer. Summer? Because uh, the month was messed it's up. Train wreck. It was train So if you know I have my Black wreck. History shirt, I love just my blackness and yours. And can I just say this? Can I thank Solange Knowles for saving the last part of, of, of trying to rectify the train wreck that was our Black History Month because she dropped her new album, Midnight, right. Right. from Black History Month crossing into Women's History Month. Mm-hmm. The album is phenomenal. If you have not listened to When I Get go Home, get that go that get that shit. shit. If you are a writer, I swear to God, put that on. She's given, If you've seen the video, the whole thing, she's given us black cowboy aesthetics. She's yes. given us a non-dystopian future, Black West future. It's like the best. She saved... My month, because it was <laughs> shitty, y'all. It so. was really shitty, and we like we at the Writers Guild. Usually, Black History Month is when the Committee of Black Writers we do a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. they're rebuilding the um, NPR, which is our mm-hmm. our main, main space, right? Space the main space. The Writers Guild is supposed to be like open up, whatever. So for the last 
What's it been since six October? Months. Mm-hmm. Six months. It's been closed. Yeah. Wow. So we haven't had yeah. any big events well, at the Guild. Here's, right? the, here's the thing. I got into the screening committee a, a little bit because mm-hmm. I was like, where's the anniversary screening of some some black created or we black trying. produced film yeah. at the Guild? Because yeah. they're doing... Um, William Goldman. When Hallie met Sally. You no, know, well, they do all these tri- tributes to people when they die, and I right. get it. Princess Bride, right. and they did all, you know, all right. these films right. that right. he wrote. Right. Right. Yeah. But then I'll see um, a tribute to who wrote When Harry Met Sally? What is her name? Nora uh, Nor- Nor- Yeah, they're doing a Nora Ephron yeah. tribute later mm-hmm. in the year, and I'm like, guys, can we. <laughs> Glory is like anniversary this year. Oh, last year. Mm-hmm. No, it's this year. I looked it up. Oh, Thank it, you. Mm-hmm. I, I got into it with well, the committee. Yeah. 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 She just got back from Palm Springs. Listen, listen. Yeah. <laughs> or I mean, just there were so many other like so many options that we could have done right. for Black for Black History Month, and it's like at least show something, bro. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, and they put it on you guys as the as the um, Black yeah. Rights Committee. We did. Yeah. We did. We tried yeah. to. We had like five. We we had a whole see, vote. They, they, and the thing uh, is, they always want to have the writer come, and that's that's that, what, that's yeah. the problem. Mm-hmm. Is they if or if the writer isn't there, then the right. director, you know, something right. like Somebody. that. They want to tie something in. Problem with Glory <laughs> and the reason been. and the reason. Sorry, I'm sorry, Chris. The reason is, for example, when we did um, five heartbeats. Five heartbeats, for example, was a perfect example. We had yeah. you know um, Keenan Ivory Wayans. We had Robert Townsend. Mm-hmm. We had some of the cast. Mm-hmm. We had Leon. I mean, so all these yeah. people came. So it became this. Did big, you do it in the NPR? Or did you? Do no, it the we theater? did it at the, the theater. theater. Okay, great. And nice. They were like, "You guys will never sell that thing out." We're like, "Wait, bitch." Okay, five people heartbeats. Were standing up. Okay. No, listen, the five heartbeats. Oh, I, the other, the one I threw to them was. Um, a uh, holiday, best man, no, best man's. Oh, we tried original, to do that. The original one, yeah, 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 yeah. We tried to do that. We couldn't get the um, writer. What's his name? Lee Malcolm. Lee. Lee. Malcolm. Yeah. yeah, because just this year, that was we were yeah, going to do it. It's anniversary. We were going to air it last like, last month. Mm-hmm. So we we mm-hmm. all had voted on the best man. Yeah. So we are out there trying to do and, it. Uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I just was like, we couldn't get Lee. He couldn't. His like, schedule. Got to get something going. You know. Yeah. Just get Regina Hall. We need we need the, the, the guy writer. the writer. That's the, the writer. I know that, That's but still get some people. See, is, is, is I love Regina Hall. You bring up Glory because because didn't Ed Zwick write that with Marshall Hurst? I get so, it, but I'm just I, I was just like scrolling through the anniversary list on IMDb trying to right. find something that is right. like. I was saying with, with either got, black creators um, or black mm-hmm. writers or right. you know, this right. isn't why you need to try to try to come back. I know you had your issue oh Lord, with it. Oh Lord. It's we, a different committee again. now. We're on this again. It's a different committee now. Mm. I mean, there's new people. Mm, mm, there is. Mm-mm. You know, me and Michelle no, I, and I, Lena no, were I, running. You know, there. I love you. You know, I got you know? no beef with you and right. Michelle at all. But right. um, yeah, I'll never set foot in that committee again. <laughs> okay, that's fine. But the guy who she done burned that she done took the dirt and the bulldozer. That's how I roll. Yeah. That's yeah, how, he, the, the bridges the, put the, the stones on top of it. See, see, she's upset because David Wyatt right. called her out. Who passed? But he passed. He's not even okay. There. But th- I'm still like again, like in my mind, I'm like, Mm-mm, no, I'm on, I'm on the women's committee. You someone, have to keep someone. Or, ha- a black you, woman you needs have, to be, or a person of color needs to be on the women's committee. Exactly. Like two or three, y'all. It exactly. Turns into, yeah. You know, a situation. Yes. 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 Where 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 there was some white centering. We had an incident with the Gina Davis event. They were originally going to do, and they didn't have any women color on the panel. And I had to be like. Yeah. No. Yeah. I stop it every yeah. time. Yeah. If I wasn't on the education committee, there'd be some bullshit going on. So I, that's where <laughs> my focus is. And right. you, no, she's not. You found your lane, and you're I, I do found your my thing. lane. I, I know my role. There you go. I'm just letting you yeah. know from, no, the, from the inside. And I'm not in. still mad. We, I'm not still mad, but it's just a mental yeah. block where I'm like, okay. But like, we are. Like, we I don't are shop at Rite Aid no more. I don't shop at Rite Aid no more. I haven't shopped at Rite Aid for like seven years because there was a poll. I backed into it. It wasn't marked properly. I got into it in the management. Where was this? I will never shop. Gower Rite Aid. Oh, shop at Rite. 
So that's how, yeah. Can I give a shout out to your shirt, the Atari shirt? This is what oh, I have classic. To say about it. Old school. Classic, old Thank school. Some of y'all, y'all, some of y'all kids don't know. Atari. The original Atari. I would rub my, my hands game. raw. Oh man, playing with that joystick, man. Joystick with the red button. Oh, that was one button. Yes, one button, and you can only go left, up, down, boom. My hands were raw. This is the thing about using the Atari logo for people who don't know. My favorite moment in the Boy Runner sequel was when you saw the Atari logo, but that's the only part I remember about that movie. Interesting. Because it was just so unmemorable. By the way, we haven't even finished the intro. I cry, sorry, we're still doing yeah, the intros. My bad. Sorry. Hi. Hi. You know what? We don't need any more intros. Okay. Just get into the show. Okay. Dead people you today. people know who we are. <laughs> <laughs> so you hear her voice. Mm-hmm. Lisa Bolacaja yes. here. Then we got my girl, Linnell White, Hello. writer, director, producer herself. Hi. Fresh from Prom Springs. Fresh After from Tennis Meet, Tennis, tennis, tennis. Paradise. Yes. For, for my tennis heads who might be listening out there, if you haven't come, out here to Palm Springs for Indian Wells, the BNP Paribas Open, as it's formerly yes. called. <laughs> You're missing out. Yes. Because it was, I just had a fantastic, it was supposed to be two days, but then I was like, nah, I gotta stay an extra day. I, was, I just got tennis fever. Hmm. I yes. Just, and just, you, ever buy, you ever buy the um, memorabilia, what they call the um, swag and stuff like oh, that? Oh, of course. I, mm. you know, I get a t shirt. It mm-hmm. gets a little pricey. And I, yeah. I do, I've been a few tennis tournaments, so I just try mm. and get something at right. everyone. Right. Um, but they were selling out. Like the tournament just started, it was selling out of stuff. It was, yeah, it was on, but yeah. it's one of those spaces where I love tennis. And I got to see all my faves. Mm-hmm. Is there um, is there a bad seat in the house in those stadiums like that? You know, I mean, you can be a little high up, you can be in the right. nosebleeds or whatever, but you still get that experience, right? You know, of being there as opposed to watching it on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a different vibe. But the fun of a tennis t- tournament, especially in the early rounds, which is mm-hmm. what's happening right now, is they got nine courts going. Yep. At one time in the early rounds, like yep. later on when it's just like whittled down, right. to semifinals and finals, like you only got a, like one court going. Mm-hmm. But the early rounds are fun because you're like, oh shit, so and so's playing on court seven. Run over there, okay. Go right. back to court one. Venus is on. Like right. you, you're kind of like, right. running all over mm-hmm. trying to juggle and throw some food in your mouth. Sorry, I spit on you. And throw some food in your mouth, <laughs> you know, and like tweet some shit. It was just wild. Oh, the old days tweet of tennis. Yeah, there's a tennis Twitter. Um, so, you know, just like people talk about black Twitter, there's right. tennis fans who have collectively just sort of been like, hey, th- we like talking about tennis, and, you know, mm-hmm. this is what we do. And my dad was a big-time tennis player. He could have probably gone pro if he wanted to, and he still plays. And when I was coming up, my neighbors across the street, they were a black family, and they all played tennis. So we would go to all the tennis things in San Diego. And back in the 80s mm-hmm. is when... Uh, San Diego was... What's your name? What was the sister that was really big back then? Zena Garrett. Zena Garrett, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and got to She's see her. Now. Yeah, got to see her, and it was like a big. And so we would go play tennis. We have our tennis racket and be walking down the hood, going up to the school and doing our tennis stuff. And we play tennis, and it was like back in those days we didn't really have access to see a lot of black people doing that. So right. it was really cool to see it. And then years later, I would well, go out to Palm Springs. It's a niche it's sport. One of the, I yeah. say it's one of those sports. It's an expensive sport. It's an expensive it's sport. Like golf. It's an elitist sport, right? And there's yeah. there's there's a reason why you know. A lot of a lot of people don't play yeah. in particular because mm-hmm. it's expensive to mm-hmm. do. You break your racket, you need a new one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what it's I mean? funny, you know, because yeah, right. because mm-hmm. when I was a kid, my uncle used to play, uh, and he was actually really good. And, and he actually was like semi pro, um, but he had like those wooden rackets then. Oh yeah, because at the time they didn't have the damn fiberglass right. ones. Um, and he broke that shit a couple times, getting mad or something. Right. Like well, it's not just the rackets; it's also the stringing, it's yep. the balls, it's the coaches, that. the physio. Mm-hmm. Like guys on tour right now, guys and girls, I say, you know, they have a physio <laughs> that to help them work out mm-hmm. the kinks in the body. Right. They have their coach. They have another guy that's yep. just sort of feeding balls, like or hitting partner. That mm-hmm. there's a whole team you got to travel with. Right. So, right. 
Well, but it's a global sport, right? And there's there's more diversity happening in the sport now more than ever, right? There was a lack of diversity in the fans who were there the past couple oh, days. True. I was yeah. there. Yeah, it was it was a it was a it was difficult because it was it was a realm of some hardcore whiteness, especially mm-hmm. middle aged white women, mm-hmm. and they have a certain. <clears throat> Way about them that gets a little frustrating, right? Because um, they have a certain entitlement. They feel yeah, like and that's kind of why I stopped hanging around a lot of tennis stuff. When it's like yeah. when it's overly white and you're like the only person there, and it just it just gets physically and mentally draining. And they like to get their wine on, and then yeah. they want to get in that. that and when voice they get their like, wine on, I'm here for the sexy yeah. pass match. Yeah. I mean, I'm just yeah. like, okay. It's like I'm just gonna watch and it, they, at and home. then they want to talk down to the help because I watched a few of them do right, that. Right, you know, the girl behind the ticket counter, she doesn't know this player's name. She's just trying to t- sell you a ticket. Right. So right. for you to talk to her like. Okay, I'm not trying to be condescending, but I need to be closer for this for the Sitsy Pass match. I mean, we don't need that because mm-hmm. <laughs> she doesn't know who Sitsy Pass. She is. don't know. I'm just so trying to hear her send his tickets. I, so just, then we got oh, go something real quick. So there's a there's an interesting podcast on NPR. It's called Throughline. It mm-hmm. kind of covers historical things that kind of have like some relevance to today. In, a, in an interesting way. And there was one early in February. It's called On the Shoulder of Giants, and it kind of talks about. Um, Wilma Rudolph and her mm-hmm. whole situation mm-hmm. about about how although she won the she was in the 1960 Olympics as, t- as, a, as a black woman as a tennis player but she couldn't capitalize on the fame at all. Are you thinking of um, you thinking of uh, Athena, 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 Athena Gibson? I'm thinking Gibson. Althea Gibson is a biopic that I need to do. Mm. Well, like, for sure. You're mm-hmm. slipping, not writing it. You're no, right. Just, you're right. Just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're right. I'm, I'm slipping. Kidding. No, you're fair. It's and this is the time that Serena and all them are coming up on top. It'd be perfect. Do we introduce Chris? I'm sorry, Chris. Okay, we'll get into it. I don't need an introduction. Okay. Okay, moving on. Pressing on. Pressing on. So, since we're just talking about tennis, so we, we everyone's heard there's going to be a, so a Richard Williams, who's the father of Venus and Serena, mm-hmm. um, but is motion picture. King Richard. King Richard. I, and it was on the blacklist, too. It was on the blacklist. Well, it must be I'm a not good sure, I'm not sure who wrote it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I should look that up, because yeah. they <clears throat> might be repped at my same management company. But anyway, um, so... It's, but I it's guess him. there was some pushback on Twitter because mm-hmm. it was going to be centered on Richard Williams. People were like, well, where's our Venus and Serena movie? And there's, if, t- there's been some documentaries on Venus and Serena. Oh, yeah. Um, well, so she had that one documentary. She had, that she, the, did, she had the HBO sort of she was like, pregnant. Yeah, oh, she, so had, good. she had like four episodes on HBO, mm-hmm. four or five, right. that was like being Serena. But I'm talking <laughs> about even earlier in their career. Okay, right. There was some other, when they were winning Wimbledon and, and mm-hmm. when they were winning all the titles of right. them. right. Um, there was a couple docs that's one, I think there was one that they didn't support and it just kind of was out there mm-hmm. and there was one that they kind of did. Mm-hmm. Um, but so this one's on the dad. So the, so the critique was, well, you know, why are you focusing on the man? And I'm like, I, I don't, I could see it both ways. Well, I see, think there's value so, in, in seeing his side of things because he is a black man trying to get his, in Compton, trying to get his two... Um, Two daughters into a super white sport. I agree. Everything he had to do. I agree. All the sacrifices he had to do. And what what I was saying earlier was the (laughs) fact that even though I still want the Serena, all that movie stuff, there's value in that because the fact that he didn't know how to play tennis. 
when he started right. teaching. Right. No, he no, went and had to learn himself, so, right. and then had to teach his girls in Compton. And have to deal with all that whiteness. That's a movie I want to see because we need to know how to navigate those spaces. And bad courts in the hood are terrible. But see, that's why it's the focus on that because I think the problem that I see with telling a story, uh, telling a movie about Serena and and Venus is there's, there's, I think the drama is somewhat limited in that because they're so good and they win at everything. So it's like, where's the big step back that you're going to show? Well, there's, you well, there's been some stuff with Serena. There has. Are both of Actually, the turn I just mentioned, Indian Wells. Let me just give you a little backstory. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but here's the thing. But okay, but now, if, but, but if you're talking about something now, it's kind of like, but it's, but it's like their career, once they kind of like won those grand slams early on, which is almost 20 years now, yeah. it's got, it's, it's, it's been, it's, it's, it's mainly been all the successes. I mean, yes, yes, there are setbacks, okay. but, but, but I feel that if, but if you're telling the movie, I think it's what you're saying about the dad. It's like, he's got to turn around and figure out how to make them, like, like, like I can figure out this sport. How do they do with racing that I had to, to deal, deal with? with? Well, here's like, the thing. At that time, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I mean, I can see the point of view about, yes, you should show me the story of of like of the 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 the, 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 the uh, of the the two sisters. But I've seen that. I say that because I've seen the movie where you the people have survived and won, and they're never really as interesting movies as people who have to like who have to break this mold. Or and 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 the problem is. That the that that Venus and Serena are are are, are, are going to have so much like like squeeze on it, and they still might on this thing that they're not going to show them the bad side of them. It's going to be something like that. I disagree. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't agree. agree. Can, can I just, here's, go ahead. Well, Let me finish, finish, finish that. Yeah. I'll be quick. Just, the only reason I say that is because I watched the being Serena. Yeah. She fucking let yeah. them come. Yeah, in. they had all kinds of access. because she let them have the access. I mean, made me go her having the baby was in that uh, thing. Everything is in there. Okay, so let me just say something real quick about the tournament I just went to, right? So back in early 2000, I think it was like 2001 or two, I don't know. Venus and Serena were out there, and this was perfect instance of the racism in the sport. So the final of the tournament was supposed to be Venus versus Serena. And one of them had to pull out. I can't remember which one. And, so, and Richard Williams was like, my daughter's injured. She can't play, so it's defaulting to the other one. And there was racial epitaphs thrown by the white crowd towards Venus and Serena right. because they felt like their dad was fixing the matches on purpose um, between the two girls. Mm-hmm. And they boycotted that tournament. Serena boycotted for 14 years. Mm-hmm. Venus boycotted for 15 because they were called all kinds of, you know, N-word. Mm-hmm. Um, their father was accused of fixing matches. <clears throat> they got booed out of the stadium. That, this is uh, that crowd, this is the Indian Wells on Palm Springs, again, like I just talked about, a super white crowd mm-hmm. turned on them so bad those girls did not come back. Wow. Until a couple years ago, mm-hmm. after like yeah, twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen mm-hmm. was when they decided to come back. But that's smart. But that's, I'm just, but that's something you could do in the movie. That, that's a great. That's and what you could do in also, the movie. that one white chick that can never beat. Well, that's, that's a, there's a oh, Sheparova. Yeah, her. Sheparova. And then the marketing. Sheparova. You can deal with marketing in terms of you got number one athlete, but she's not getting endorsements. Right. You can deal with a whole lot of stuff like how do you come back home and your hood and your people. There's so much yeah. rich mm-hmm. stuff. You, literally, we need a whole series, like a TV, HBO yeah. series yeah. of them. Limited series. You could do a movie. Right. TV series. You could do a movie. It's better. But movie. you might do a But there's value in Richard because I think right now, in terms of all those other people who are, are breaking into sports, we got these young ladies that are doing well in swimming now mm-hmm. they're they're getting access and they're getting a lot of um they're winning some things now and i think there's value in telling richard williams story especially from someone like i said before 
did not know how to play tennis, yeah. taught himself, taught his yes. girls, yes. had to work, raise a family in Compton, and then have the the will mm-hmm. to be able to endure that stuff. And already knowing the bullshit that as a grown-ass man growing up from where he came from, what his daughters and knowing exactly. what he was going to send him exactly. into, that's exactly that's, 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 exactly. That's, 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 there's value in that movie. That's exactly why it's an interesting movie. I didn't follow And that is why I don't think Will Smith is correct person oh, to play yeah, that I, role. I, I, don't, I don't think that's a smart casting right. choice. Because he was uh, he's a very divisive figure, too. Yes. Because there were things he did to, you know mm-hmm. there's bad things but there was things he did at Wimbledon well Wimbledon is, is the mecca yeah, of tennis right. and you go in there and you're supposed to behave a certain way there's right. expectations because there's royalty sitting in boxes or whatever right. near you and he's like holding up signs about his daughter. He he did some mm-hmm. he did some polarizing things. Right. So he's not a perfect person. And we have a two time Oscar winner, awesome. Mahershala Ali, who I think should he be playing yeah. that role. He's he booked for the next eight years. I know he's booked for the eight years, <laughs> but we need him to come through he's on this role for me. Intimate, intimate yeah, grounded, yes. personal performance. Yes. Yeah. I, yes. I just the thing about getting Mahershala. Uh, yeah, yeah, he he might be booked, but I'm kinda like Ain't no busy. one hey. Until that check is in my fucking hand, I'm not really booked. Oh, how, no, I don't think you realize <laughs> when you get to be that level, everything is paid apart. I know. Everything. But until the check is yeah. in my hand. It's in their hand yeah. as soon as they, they, they sign you the put deal. it on IMDb, then no, but, no, no, but see, the but check see, is signed. <laughs> I say that because a friend of mine was producing a movie. A friend of mine was producing The Fountain. Um, the the film the the Darren Aronofsky, the Darren Aronofsky film. They were mm-hmm. and they producing that movie. They were they were I think six months, six or nine months in, mm-hmm. uh, and prep in Australia, and uh, and and Brad Pitt was gonna be the lead, and and, and Brad Pitt had got his money already, and uh, but then um, Wolfgang Peterson said, I got this role to play Achilles in Troy. Can you step out of the movie you're in and come into my movie? Of course. Mm-hmm. Scuttled the fountain and had to like it, it, it went from like a seventy million dollar movie. They brought it back. They didn't did it up in Canada for thirty million with Hugh Jackman. So the, so those actors can always walk. They can always and if you can't get Mahershala, uh, you can have my other husband. Even oh, though he's married and he's happily married, and they have a wonderful family. Um, Sterling K. Brown. Oh yeah, he could. Oh play. my goodness, <clears throat> yeah. he'd be great. But see, oh, somebody grounded. Give you layers. Somebody Sterling could do it. Somebody a little more grounded. And I'm going to say something acting. that might be controversial. I know I'm going to say something. I don't know. Listen, <laughs> listen. I, I and I think you have to have a dark skinned man play that role. I agree. Because I think a lot of oh, that color and that re- that yeah. that that has, that yes. has a huge effect on what's going on when you're walking into tennis. And to have Will Smith, who's a you know, he does. Will Smith is good at being Will Smith when he's playing a role. Right. He's a brand. My problem thing is he's a personality and he's a brand. Like and Aladdin, I don't, I don't, fine. yeah, I don't believe, I would not believe him in that role. I'm not saying he couldn't do it. Like I said earlier, he could probably study and do all he can. Mm. But when I see that movie, I'm not going to believe that's, that's Richard Williams. I'm going to like, oh, that's, yeah. that's Will. Yeah, Trying. whoever plays this role should be, they should be getting a nod. They should be at least be nominated. It, should, it could be that type mm-hmm. of role. It could be that kind of like I'm defining. I've never seen before. But here, here's, uh, that's here's, a good point. Too. But here's the trip. What I, what made me think I don't know that much about him because I don't I don't follow tennis mm-hmm. I'm more of a UFC type of dude mm-hmm. but I remember when I watched the Venus uh, Serena, oh, Serena um, being Serena being Doc. Serena and you learned about her father I didn't realize I realized they grew up in the hood and all that mm-hmm. other stuff but they'd be out there playing tennis and the homeboys would mm-hmm. be out there and they would be selling drugs and he'd be like dude I'm out here trying to play tennis and they would Protecting pop him girls. in his teeth that's why he don't have his teeth. 
in the front because some dude fucked him up. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? You know what I mean? That's a great moment. Yeah. That's a cinematic you know I mean? yeah. He went a long moments. time before he fixed him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's just little shit yeah. like that that I just And he's find, a flawed man too. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to overlook this. Awesome. No, and he, that's what's going to make it a great He had another relationship outside of He's like that guy, your mother. Right. There's that one father of the, of he's the, there's a guy who plays with the Lakers now. Maybe not anymore. Oh, um, oh, oh. Oh, you know what I'm talking about, and his dad is fucking up on the highest level, like this. It's the ball family, the ball. yeah, the ball family, oh. yeah, the ball family, the ball. yeah, yeah, the, yeah. His dad's fucking up on a high level, but see, that's a good story but too. He's an interesting character, though. I know he's an interesting character too. Yeah. He's a, yeah, that's an interesting yeah. character. That's he's an like HBO you. series. <laughs> you got a problem with yeah. your dad? Yeah. Put hey, your the man. people who write Black Mondays on HBO, y'all need to write the Lavelle Ball story. <laughs> <laughs> but trip, the reason why we're talking about this mm-hmm. is. As screenwriters, so we can turn it around, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you can always find where is the story and how do you yeah. how do you make an intro movie or a TV show yourself. Mm-hmm. So we have real figures like mm-hmm. Serena and all them, her father. Like, how can that be a movie? Mm-hmm. So that's how you should be looking mm-hmm. at, at at everything you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how I mean? can so, how can Richard Williams drive the story? Right. Because if you turn the camera around and just start putting it on Venus and Serena on the court, yeah, you gonna have a little bit of that, mm-hmm. but it has to always be centered on him. Right. He has to be driving oh, us, oh, pulling us through right. the narrative. Right. That, 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 right. That's what I'm gonna say. You were saying offline, you were like, <clears throat> you know, like, so what happens when you switch to them on court and the dad is sitting there? And yeah, you have to. It, but see, his reaction. Okay, you gotta see, focus on yeah, him. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's like I just remember that one of my favorite moments. There's a little sequence in Man on Fire. It's when um, it's 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 the start of the second act. It's right before the girl gets kidnapped. It's when Denzel is teaching her to not be scared of the of right. of the gun, so mm-hmm. she can swim and, she, and so because he because he's like you're the fastest when you're in the pool, but you're the slowest off the blocks. So it's a work on you with the, the gun, gun. And, and it's this whole it's really fascinating mm-hmm. sequence where, where where those two where those two as a character bond and may, and I saw maybe and it's and, and and they go to this one meet where it's the first time that he's trained everything like that. And it's one of the, the most oh, emo- yeah. it's one of the most that. emotional, powerful like mm-hmm. scenes in that mo- mm-hmm. movie because mm-hmm. the minute that she wins the race, she comes out of the and hugs, you know, hugs and hugs him. this black man. Yeah. And it's a it's, super it's, wide it's, event because it's a swim meet. Swim, swim and she's a blonde, blonde girl, little yeah. fair skinned yeah, girl just, hopping was, out of the pool. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It's, a, like, it's a wow. good moment. And and, and and that's the moment where the the that the athletic event is not centered on mm-hmm. the main character, but the main character still experiences it in a very. That's a good way. point. Yeah. That scene would work. Several well, of those scenes to jump on that because if you're talking about casting and, mm-hmm. and certain stories and what story should be told, I have to bring up something that's been in conversation since Green Book has won. Oh boy, <laughs> you know if I'm going to show up. <laughs> I'm going to show up. Spike Lee cousin. And uh, hey, listen. So, uh, okay. So we all know the whole Green Book thing. And if you've mm-hmm. if if you if you've never... Check a previous get, episode. Get a, get a chance to uh, look at the scene where Chadwick Boseman turned around and looked at... My, oh, my, my goodness. That, is a gif or a picture floating around Twitter? Yes. The moment that Chadwick it was announced at one. And Chadwick Boseman... Disappointed but not surprised. Turned it around and, get, and then and looks at... And looked at Michael B. Jordan. And Michael's head goes like that and then... Chad with these faces. I don't care. It could it be anything. Side it, eye. Was side, it was side eye for the for the for history the ages, for the ages, ages, for, for the Black people. History Month. For all Chadwick. It was a side, side eye for all our ancestors. Yes. And it talks about when you're censoring certain characters and what's important. This whole idea of of when Black people characters are more interesting than white ones, but you want to center the white mm-hmm. ones. And that brought up the new movie with Taraji Henson. Which is the what is it? Frenemies, something like that. For the best of friend, the best of enemies. Something like that. Where 
I saw the trailer. Like, I took my mother to go see the Medea movie yesterday because my mother wants to go see Tyler Perry. So I took her, and I will tell you this: Medea is funny as fuck. I'm listen, not. listen. The audience was hilarious. It was like right. the it's the audience my mother enjoys, which is like all ages. Right. Even though I've, the last three Medea movies have been a little bit more raunchier than they normally mm-hmm. are, so I don't know if Tyler's trying to appeal to get other people to come to it. But I, I think mess, tonally it messes up because the whole time I'm sitting there like, all right, how many yeah. sex jokes do we need? How many niggas yeah, do we but, need? Right. How many, you, you know, know? And I'm yeah. sitting there looking I'm like, this is a Tyler, this is a Medea. And my mother, la- everybody laughed, and they were having a good time. And uh, he really likes light-skinned black men's in his movies. No, really? I was like, I was like, it wasn't it like I... It started with Shamar, didn't listen, it? Listen, I mean, I knew, I kind of knew, right. but it was so obvious in this yeah. movie. It was like, everybody that came in, it's like, it's not that I noticed color, because I love black people anyway. You noticed color because you just spoke on it. I do notice color. Yeah. But I'm talking about what, you, you what other with Will Smith, for sure. I notice color... When it's like blatant, mm-hmm. when it's black people, because black people become in all colors, but with certain things, it's like, okay, everybody, oh, look at this beautiful black family extended. Wow, everybody light skinned in this family. Mm-hmm. Ooh, all the men's like, mm-hmm. what's going on? Right. They were cute, but it's like, okay. But here's the thing with the Taraji movie, I saw the trailer for the new one, and they actually had the actual woman and the actual man as part of the clip. So I don't know if that's a new marketing because of the flack they got yeah. with the whole white savior thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, why do we got to have a story that's essentially a black story? But it's about humanizing the white person who recognizes, oh my God, black people are human too. Now I'm a better person. Y'all lives are still shitty, but hey, my life has improved and I get to move on. I don't know. It was like, it was, it was interesting because they had the actual people that the characters were based on talking like, oh, we were friends. And I'm like, I wonder if they're trying to bridge that gap and get away from that criticism, Mm -hmm. which is a lot of these period pieces that are coming out now is you're having black people making friends with both sides of the story issue where the more interesting story is the black people, which is what the whole fucking thing is all about in the first place. But, and I think in Hollywood's mind is, let's bring in a character so we can have like white people enjoy it and learn something. And I kind of feel like those movies aren't for black Like my mom really wanted to go see it, but my mom comes from a different age and a group that they're still learning about themselves, even though she lived that. Like, she, oh, that's an interesting story. So I can see her perspective. Like, oh, you have this black woman and this racist white guy and the school board, and you can see the drama in that. Mm-hmm. But because so many movies have been coming out that are like that, but where the narrative is the white person becomes, oh, a better person at the expense of black people because he all of a sudden notices that black people are, have feelings and emotions and mm-hmm. see, they're human beings. See, you know, since about that the, uh, nigger's not a nigger. He's a He's a black nigger person. <laughs> I mean, really, that's what it comes down you know, to. Two things on that. You're still a nigger, but you my nigger. Yes, that's what it is. Exactly. That's what it that's is. That's exactly what Let's it is. Let's be real. This, can we be real? We're not, yeah, we can totally can we, be real. Can we be real? See, this, this is the thing that's interesting about this is that like, you know, when In the Heat of the Night came out, mm-hmm. Sidney Poitier, does, his character, Mr. Tibbs, he does not... Change the 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 understanding of what it means to be black in the idea of the white cop by uh, Rod Steiger. Mm. He just comes down there and he and he solves the situation. Right. And it's like, oh, this is a groundbreaking movie because it because he because by his dignity of not letting shit of, of pushing back, basically, he lets the guys know that like you can't treat us like shit. Right. right. And it's interesting because that's a different because that's the only movie that's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. The rest of it kind of switches into this. You know, like if if the heat of the night like is made now, 
then the Ross Iger character has to really come to grips and say at the end when he puts Miss, you know, Mr. Tibbs on, on the train, I'm sorry for treating you bad. He's got to say that line right. because that's, the, but, but that's the bullshit line right. that we don't have to hear because right. it's like, guess what? That motherfucker in Arkansas does not care. As soon as Mr. Tibbs is gone, mm-hmm. he's it's back, to, back to normal. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah. It's he's, back to normal. You know, he, yeah. he's back to lynching. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> oh, Damn, I, okay. I, I want, and that's that cognitive dissonance yeah, of like, racism oh, in America. I want to shout out Wesley Morris of the New York Times. We've talked about him before on mm. this show because he wrote that piece about black film criticism. Right. But he also had some pieces about Green Book, and he did a really good episode in New York Times. There's this podcast called The Daily. Oh, yeah, talk, yeah. Right after the Oscars, where he talks about what the Academy. Let me look at the time. Like what the Academy keeps getting wrong. What the, what Green Book says about the Academy are critics on the Oscars, okay? So he has this term he calls a racial reconciliation yep. fantasy. Yep. That's what he calls Green yep. Book. The, the notion that if a white person merely hangs around a black person, it will magically it will cure, cure them <laughs> of their racism. Yes. The other things that, we, that can be talked about in terms of like the interaction between those two I characters, have Don, Don that, Shirley right, and, and, right. and 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 Don, uh, what was it, Tino Tito? I don't know. Right. Lip, Lipton. Li, Tony Tony the Lip. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now Tony Lip is a racist. At no time during the film does he ever atone for his racism or be made to atone for it. What happens is we introduce people who are more racist than Tony. Um, so that Tony doesn't look so bad. Mm-hmm. The real racist are these guys over here that are beating him mm-hmm. in the bar. It's that blatant racism, and it's and not talking about. The so then yeah. Tony it's, gets it's a overt. slide, a slide underneath, like, oh, yeah, he's yeah. not so bad. Right. My final point in this movie, because I'm, I'm sick of talking about Green Book. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna say <laughs> the reason why that I feel like that movie appealed to white audiences because when it first came out, I even heard from a the, that same, you know, executive. Um, Oh, who released it? Uh, participant. Mm-hmm. That when it came out in limited release in New York and LA, it wasn't doing so hot. But when it grew, when it spread to other parts of the country, it started to pick up steam. Right. And I'm going to tell you why. Because white audiences come out for that because it makes them feel good. Feel a little bit better. Especially mm-hmm. after they, a lot of them probably pulled the lever for Trump. And a lot of them have their own little, um, not little, but they have a significant amount of. Um, they're wrestling with this. They're wrestling with their own racism, and they mm-hmm. know they're they're aware that hey, I am a little bit racist. I have some uh, they wrestle problemat- with privilege. They problematic they're, they're, they're ideas about right. people of color. Right. Problematic ideas about Mexicans. Problematic ideas about blacks. And I've gone and pulled this level for Trump, and I felt bad about it. Well, this movie here comes this movie to tell you, no, you're Tony the Lip. You're not that bad. There's other the other racist so people are worse than you. You're not beating people right. in the face. Yeah, you're blocking them from getting jobs. And you're blocking them from getting jobs. It's giving them this. It's a forgiveness movie for them. Yes. I've seen the movie. I read like 12 pages of the script. Mm-hmm. I love the script. And, I think it's a good script. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care. That, so there's a scene in the script I don't know if made it in the movie. And I, and I don't know how it's shot in the movie because the way it's written is like, this is a fucked up scene. Actually, the script that you have is uh, pretty much word for word. Okay, so because yeah. to me, it doesn't matter if you're white and you beat up on black people. That's mm-hmm. like... Like that's the expected racism, right? Yeah. Oh, let me just. Oh, you're black, uh, nigga. Come here with it, cause I, cause I bat my hand. Right. There's a scene in that movie right in the beginning when he comes home after after fucking with those Italian guys, mm-hmm. and his wife has got these black people yep. in the house right. fixing, yep. and he's mad at the glasses. There's mm-hmm. that those lemonade yep. glasses. They drink, they drink, and, they drink the glasses. and he threw them away. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, nothing in this script can really redeem him to me. Hmm. Nothing. 
Absolutely he's nothing. never. He's never. He doesn't do yeah. anything ever. There's. I. 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 I mean, because I've seen a clip when they showed the Thunder mm-hmm. Awards where he comes in and saves him. He's getting beat right. up, and I'm, and I'm, I'm kind of like, that's the human thing to do. If if a man, if 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 anyone is getting beat up in a, in a fight, you would. I mean, I mean, if unless you're a psychopath or a sociopath, mm-hmm. then you can let the guy get his ass beat. But you would step in and stop a fight that because that's just being human. But that doesn't say. But but to, but if you're white and you act like that, then you have to you, then you have to step above your humanity to to erase that level of like of that deep seated kind of like. Guess what? Your touch is defiling, and it can't be washed off. Like that is that's so important. foul. That's that, important. Like that's yeah. so foul yeah. right. because right. it's like you see the thing all the time where it's like, oh, there's a fight going on, or oh mm-hmm. blah, and people stop and, and break that up. But that is after that I said I I can't read I mean I'll read more description but I was like this bullshit because there's nothing that Tony the Lip could do there's nothing that there's the situation would have to be I can't even think of a situation that, right. that would reverse his mind that he would do he he had to actively go and and prevent something from happening right. and 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 stopping a fight is not him actively he's reacting to something that he's seeing happening well he comes after you know? my man's already beat up just comes to the bar and and just see, drags see, him out he, of there yeah, I mean see, he doesn't so, even so, just, yeah. You know, and he so, acts like he has a gun. And what all what was your point you were going to say? I was going to say, you said something about... Mm-hmm. Um, Middle America and uh, yeah, and, and how, Trump voters. And how the guilty. If they, if they, mm-hmm. if they are with a, with a black person yeah. or something... Yeah, that, that, but hear me yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Here's the only positive part about that. You know, I'm always trying to see things different. That's just who I am. The only positive part about that is when you experience something that you don't know is how you know. Mm-hmm. So... So that's the only the only thing that I'm going with, and I, I tell the story a, a few times about growing up around, you know, back in the punk rock day, and <clears throat> there were all these Nazi skinheads who were who were our rivals, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. eventually we be, became one big clique, mm-hmm. and people don't know that. Mm-hmm. And the way it happened is we would be at events at like Fishbone at or whatever because mm-hmm. we all congregated the same thing, right? Just because they're Nazis, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they don't like, like music. They're right. gonna go see right. Fishbone, right? Right. right. <laughs> and so. We would be on the dance floor, you know, in the mosh pit, getting into it with them. But eventually, our chemistry being so close to each other started being that they would watch things mm-hmm. in case something mm-hmm. happened to them. It mm-hmm. would happen to mm-hmm. us. So mm-hmm. we started being like, I got you. If, if yeah. that gang yeah. fucks with you, we yeah. fuck. Right. It just became. Right. And you start hanging around and recognizing right. one right. another. And eventually, right. one of them had a baby. And this guy's name was Mike Ironcross. We called him Ironcross because he had an Ironcross right on his fo- tattoo on his forehead. And his his girlfriend had a baby. They kind of were like gutter punks, like they like lived on the streets mm-hmm, type of mm-hmm. dudes. And me and my homeboys one day, it was six of us. We all were rude boys, suits up, you know, black guys. And we were we were at Seven Eleven before we head downtown. And literally, we pulled into Seven Eleven, and my friend Quentin, who's like just like Mister, he's, he's my best man at my wedding. He says, "I'm gonna get his girl some diapers." I was like, "For what?" And he's like, "She needs them." So mm-hmm. next thing you know, we all mm-hmm. took all our little pennies because we weren't mm-hmm. working big time. You know, here's mm-hmm. here's two dollars, here's whatever, and we got a whole bunch of stuff. We rolled up in this big station mm-hmm. wagon. They all were out on the gutter like they always are, and we loaded up. And my man lost it, mm-hmm. right? And from that day on, I get you. He said to all, and he was a leader of twelve of the worst skinheads you mm-hmm. ever seen in your life. Mm-hmm. He said, "All these dudes are now part of us." I if get you. anybody fucks mm-hmm. with them. But it was about us right. 
opening up and them seeing. He said, I didn't know that black people cared about me like this. I didn't know that whatever. You know, I'm always curious like where he is now. Right. After shit like that. Right. You know, there's nothing he could do with this permanent tattoo on his right. forehead. Right. Right. But that now, changed but while, him yeah. for at least three years. We all run around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that, like, that, I mean, that's a different level of interaction than what I saw in Green Book. Okay. What I saw was, a, you know, a really... Surfacey <clears throat> interaction between the two right. in the car. I'm going to tell you how to eat fried chicken. You don't know what your own people are doing. Mm-hmm. The skinheads didn't do that to you. They didn't roll up on you like, y'all don't know how to eat chicken? Y'all don't know how to, you know, they didn't, they didn't, you know what I mean? Right. And I, I just, I just, y'all don't know about fishbowl? And, and I, you guys were all listening to the same kind of music. Like, right. you had a common ground, which was the music, right? right. You guys are all at fishbowl, moshing in the pit mm-hmm. or whatever. And I didn't see that in Green Book. I just saw, um, I'm becoming friends with this this black guy's paying me. I'm doing my job, and I'm I'm gonna tell him about his culture. And somehow we become friends. I didn't see the friendship. I didn't buy the friendship more. There was, yeah, it wasn't a realistic, see, organic yeah, friendship. Yeah, I remember, I was talking with I was talking with some. There was someone on Facebook because I'm really on Facebook, but someone who posted this really really long story about like how the whole concept of Green Book is like a uh, the movie is like a, it's just a travesty because it, it doesn't give you enough about the black people mm-hmm. and he was saying right. and you know and he was saying that you know if you did a movie like this and it was about the, the white savior and he was talking about how you know we've seen this in Schindler's List and I was kind of like well hold on the difference between a movie like Schindler's List and a movie like Green Book is that a Schindler's List all the Jewish people had so many fascinating stories. Mm-hmm. You, you dove into all, I mean, yeah. it's so many people, and you saw a few of the other, the worst Nazis. Right. But you saw this level of like, and, and the interaction that, that uh, Liam Meeson has with, with uh, Ben Kingsley. Right. This, this storyline, it's really interesting. And you, and it's, but, but, but there's all those stories you learn about. This is what I think the like, Green Book should have done. It could have been interesting. There's little stories of the Jews who don't really interact with Schindler. Who are in the ghetto trying to survive and everything like that, right. and they're so gripping. I'm just kind of like, if Green Book had shown me other people who are who are using the Green Book, what's that happening? Was exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That, exactly. that was exactly. Yeah, that would have been exactly. Here's the deal. It was a problem. I wish it wasn't called Green Book. Right. Yes, right. I wish it was right. something, something else. else. Yeah, because it's so it's, driving Miss Daisy, driving, do, driving, <laughs> driving, Dr. <laughs> driving Doctor Shirley, driving Doctor Shirley. You know what I mean? Whatever the fuck. It just, it wasn't about Green Book at all. No. Green Book was like this much. It was like, it was. Tony lit thumbs through it and they're like, oh, okay, I guess we got to go here. And then you get there, yeah. and it's like it's it's you know not a nice facility for him to stay no. in, and you know, and which you was it. not the, he never the stayed actual there, so Green Book that that was not was leading a to you. Yes, book. I mean, hard for blacks who are trying to travel the roads. Right. It was a painful thing right. to, try and, to try and navigate. Where do I go that's safe for me? What are the sound, sundown towns where my ass is going to yeah. be? Somebody had to create that book. I want to yes. know how they created that book. But trial and error. That's, so that's a great that's, story. That, 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 book, that should have been the movie. Made exactly. in and exactly. That book was made in blood. I, <laughs> I thought it was too, but then, but well, when I first heard about it, I thought that. You could have given us bits of that and then followed the little story of Dr. Shirley and all that, but also like the... You could, it could have been richer. Well, see, well, yeah, because that's again, I was and saying, it it's, it's kind of like you know, it's a weird movie. You do it; it's a longer film, but you do it where if Doctor Shirley and Tony the Lip are, are, if if they're driving around and they interact with all these other people, and we see their stories, right? right. You know, or or you see something where someone's got to be saved, right. you know, like there's someone who who's who, who like who couldn't get out of some downtown in time, mm-hmm. and 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 that person has to hide in the trunk. Of Dr. Mm-hmm. Shirley's car, something like that. Mm-hmm. So we see more here's, of like the and where and where it places 
Tony in a situation where he gets to experience the right. fear. Right, right. The fear. The reverse. Never really the reverse where fear. he understands right. like, shit. Yeah, because the... Right. And they have to switch places. All right, right, you need to drive, and I need to get, because this could be kind of fucked right. up. Right, right. If you would have right. something like, child. Here's, here's something interesting. I'm curious to hear you guys' input on this. People, I mean... I never forget. I walked into the guild after the movie, and everybody's like, "Heard what did you?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All of the other white dudes mm-hmm. like, they loved you? it. They were all excited. Oh, it was my oh, favorite Steve, movie of the Steven year. Spielberg. What he said? They said he saw it like five times. It's yeah. one of his favorite movies. <clears throat> and I've, everybody like, was like, and I sat there like this, and I went, "I mean, it's it's for you." Yeah, I mean, I laughed a couple times because the acting is good, right? Even Vigo's fucking amazing. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. But I didn't like the movie. They were all like, what? And I says, here's the problem I had. First of all, it's a white savior. They're like, what What do you mean? I was like, trust me, it's a white savior movie. I said, here's why it is. You set up Mahershala's character as probably the smartest dude Vigo's ever met in his Mm -hmm. entire life. Mm -hmm. He would get into these situations Mm -hmm. that he could probably talk himself out of. Or think himself out. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's that smart. He would be able to make you think you're stupid. Mm-hmm. To where, Absolutely. To where a cop Guys would spoke- even be like, oh, I can't arrest him, can I? You know what I mean? I would have rather have seen a situation where he talked himself they, out of at least made one it where of those. Don Shirley had no sort of common sense in the world. Right. And I was like, he's got to have- He's tra- traveled the fucking world. Exactly. He's went to Russia, you. learned Russian, to Thank go you. over there and learn their music. Thank I was like, you. a black man in Russia, like you have to be able to, you have to have, I'm going to say And making smarts, his own experience. you have to music. have some people smart. You need right. to know how to navigate right. your environment. And so they put him in situations where Don Shirley can't handle it. Here comes Tony the Lip to get him out of it. Right. I was like, no. Yeah. No. Well, can I say this on the other side in terms of being a writer and taking material and taking license with changing some things that might not have happened in real life because one of the criticisms that that movie got was well you know it didn't get the family say and Mm -hmm. you know some things weren't factual I will always say this about creators when you're doing a biography when you're telling the story and it's the story you want to tell you have that right you have to have license and you have you know I do a lot yes and you you have the creative right to change some things even if it wasn't real and even if it's something the family says that never happened sometimes you have to do some things to for dramatic effect You know, you get the essence of what the story is. It's a piece of fiction. It's it's, not the reality. It's inspired. Right, inspired by it. But at the same time, though, those people who are creating these stories, they have to understand that you are going to get that pushback. Mm -hmm. So when he was sitting up there on the stage and almost going... You know, when they were thanking everybody but Dr. Shirley mm-hmm. right. and talking about, and, and Vigo, you know, if it wasn't for him, yeah, we look, we and understand, we understand, that you need, soul the we understand that you need a name to mm-hmm. get a movie made. Our criticism is not about that. Our oh. criticism is that, once again, Hollywood is rewarding mediocrity. When you had a beautiful story that could have been something bigger and richer and could have said a whole lot mm-hmm. if you would have taken the time to get some, well, I'm just going to say it, get some black people to help you write some shit. Well, <laughs> it, it, it's a movie that makes wide audiences feel, it does. feel comfortable. And I have to understand that there are certain stories that are just not for me yep. and that are for white audiences. And well, then we got to so, go. Well, the Help is that movie. Well, well, see, this I, movie is that movie. I think God the, bless them. I, I, I think you got to be able to say that, hey, sometimes you have to let people tell their story, but if you're the one telling that and taking creative license... You have to understand there is going to be some criticism, right. and you just have to just wing it and not get up there on the Oscars and wait, blah, 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 and this <laughs> and then prop, Shut up. prop See, Octavia I, Spencer up a, a, a couple. And you got a two time Oscar winner standing right there, yeah. and you, but, you looking at Vigo like, you better get my her. But everybody thinks even that's a prop. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, but yeah. I think the thing is, I think it has to, a, a lot of it has to do with, I think if this movie comes out during the Obama years, people laugh at it. 
because I think that, that's what I'm saying. See, that was my I, original I, point. I, yeah, I, 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 yeah. That's, it, I think I, I, I think has to do with exactly what mm-hmm. you're saying. Is that it, the like you said, Hillary? The movie is a good movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a well crafted movie. I mean, if you look at, I was looking at something about the other day about comparing all these Oscar films and what they did in terms of the production and everything like that. It was is a relatively cheap movie. It's a great too. '80s film. Is that Good fit. Um, Ooh, interesting? Is that uh, um, you know? It's simple. It's a very simple movie. The audience you know. today is so damaged. Mm-hmm. We're so damaged post Obama with, mm-hmm. uh, with kind of our racial understanding and stuff like that. That you know, and there are these white people, particularly people in, white people in Hollywood, who kind of feel like. They're they're under attack. Well, I mean, yes, I've got yes, they're white yes, guys yes, running yes, around town yes, right now they, saying they, I couldn't I get the get the job I, I, on the show I, I, because I, they went with the diversity yeah, hire, right. mm. which is and so they've got a little bit of like they've got soft anyway. racism yeah. right. happening. Right. And so this is a movie to heal to, that to heal for them, right. I mean, yeah, for them. And I I think that that's where I mean, just you know, to a certain degree, it's kind of like that's what the Oscars are really about, anyways. I don't think Oscars necessarily for. The broader audience to go. That's right. That's right. It's because it's, it's not like a broad vote. It's a vote of a. It's it's, it's not even people who, who who all make movies. You know, people who are like in the guilds and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. like it's a lifetime it's, it's thing a, being it's, in it's the a, academy. It's, it's a smaller yeah. pool of of even professionals in Hollywood who are making this movie and who are or not who are voting. who are voting on this movie. Yeah. And I just kind of feel like it's all about people wanting to. I just think that. The time people are so angry, and yeah. it's, it's. I mean, look, the the, the, the again, this movie comes out, and that uh, what's that the thing in Charlottesville, the killing down there. Like, mm-hmm. if that didn't happen, I just think the the, the country is so fucked right now mm-hmm. because of, because we can't because we cannot. It's been two and a half years, and we cannot grasp the fact that there was a black president in a country mm-hmm. that was so mm-hmm. much about that. Look, that there's ethos about. This is you know for is justice for all, but, but 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 except below that is except for the niggas that we kill all the time, right? Is, is right? Is, 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 like people people have not been able to reconcile that. Mm-hmm. I don't think blacks have. I, I I I and I know most whites haven't. And it's know? and I think and it's, it's difficult seeing a movie. And I think it's difficult for for black creators in Hollywood to try to navigate those spaces. Like I felt so bad. From Mahershala, when I was watching him, when because I, I can tell he probably went through the turmoil when he talked to the Shirley family Polly because he didn't know. A lot of times when you're an actor, mm-hmm. so you get this great story. when you so get this talk to the family he, after, yes. after like you know when you're you know right. you get in this role, and mm-hmm. I can totally see as an actor where you're reading this, and you're like, wow, this is a great I get to play this. Right. Totally this has, understand. This hasn't been seen on this film has, before. This hasn't been seen on film before. I can kill it. I can kill it. Kill it. And I was there for it. Like when I saw it, oh my god, Vigo and mm-hmm. him together, like. Mm-hmm. They Suits. had great chemistry. They, they had chemistry, great. all that they stuff. And then someone slid into my direct and said, well, girl, just, just letting you know, it's not about the green book you think it is. Yeah. It's not going to be yeah. that. I'm like, right. no, don't tell me that. And then right. all of a sudden, people were like, "It's the." I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was so looking forward to seeing this. Because do we my, know, do my we know what his conversation was with, with the family? Well, I think he, he came to them at, once, once the, the After the concert, the, yeah. Once we were on the wards, uh, you know, uh, junket. He went to the family and said, hey, I did not know they did not have the life rights. Right. I did not know that this was not 
that they had no idea that you you existed. We're not, you know, you guys were not involved and that you weren't talking to about what kind of story you were doing. I'm sorry. I tried, I just, I was given the script and I tried to, you know, do tribute to John because because ultimately that's not his job. It's not his job. Right, 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 right. He's going to be honest, but he's going to assume that the producers did all right. Had done their due diligence. They didn't do that. That's that's not really on. And it's not him. And I felt bad for him because all of that's flack started to come on to him. Nobody should have been pushing for and, and, yeah. and that has nothing to do with it. And so I could that's, see it in his body. I don't know if, you, if y'all see level. it. I could see it in his body language. Like when they won and everybody else is jumping up and you see Mahershala mm-hmm. and I could just see it in the his... Golden Globes his, No, no. The Oscars. 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 It was a very white You could stage. see it was a very white stage. Maybe yeah. three black people. Him... Uh, and then the other black random dude that was up there who's part of the production whoever I don't know sorry brother I don't yeah. know your name but congratulations because <laughs> yeah. you were up on stage strong. too mm-hmm. yay for you too but I could just see by the body language where I could just see him where it's like I really wanted to just do a great project it won an Oscar I want a fucking Oscar again I want to again. enjoy this I want to enjoy this but, but I'm I've, put in that liminal yeah. space of you know some, some, some fuck shit happened yeah. and Mahershala that's not on you boo that is not on you. No. You yeah, keep doing it, your thing. You are a two-time Oscar winner. Yeah, see, but, but, He's the greatest thing see, we've had in we, a long time. But can I, can I just Listen. share here's something? The, see, here's something that's sad, though. I think that, I, I, this is just so fucked up, but, I, but I'll say this. I, it's probably going to be true. He gets his second and probably final Oscar for doing a role that's so controversial as opposed to doing something well, great. I wouldn't say it's probably his final. I mean, I, I, we don't know what's going to happen. Well, the irony. Get can, three? Just, can, can I just Here's what an anonymous Academy member said about Green Book because they went and like kind of was like, hey, who wants to talk to us about why you voted for Green Book? Right. And a white anonymous Academy voter said, I got tired of people telling me what I should and shouldn't like, so I picked Green Book. Oh, boy. Yes. So there was this Resentment, almost. I'm telling you, I, I feel like you know, in w- w- white members of the we're not going to give it to Roma. We ain't giving it to <laughs> who are like. I'm tired of you guys cramming <clears throat> things down my throat, telling me I'm supposed to like this or that. Um, I like Green Book and I'm fine with it, and it made me feel good, and I'm voting for it. So right. there was a look, there, like they were feeling yep. we'll see, we'll bothered see, by right. all this. See, like, there is that. Okay. I'd be curious to know what the percentage so, of votes so, were. So, I don't think it won by a landslide. I'll, I'll no, stake no, money no. on that. You know that. I'll stake well, well, money on well, that. Well, you know that because there was no kind of like like th- there was no buzz about oh this is going to win because usually when movies are going to win you right. know because everyone was talking about that. I mean I get that. I mean I think that you look at a movie like Roma and. You know, I don't. People are probably saying again. It's like this is the thing about movies that I always I turn back to. It's like if the movie makes you feel mm-hmm. good, if it if it if it if it if it, it's done it, job. If it invokes it's done a, job. a strong emotional response, then you're gonna like mm-hmm. it, and you're gonna forgive a lot of other sins in the movie if it does this thing. And I feel that's the case because I I feel like as amazing as Roma was. As on on, on 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 like a lot of levels, I still think that that movie is like it, it's. I feel it's a little distancing because of <clears throat> because of like who the main character was, and I feel like that's a tough role to ask a lot of people to get involved in, and uh, and so I mean and and then it's like I subtitles also kind of bullshit, and it's like that I think I mean because it's a far superior movie on so yeah. many levels, yeah. and I just I just feel like. You know, and that, plus, most people watched it on the screen yeah. like this. Big. Well, Tony 
Philip was a relatable character for a lot of white viewers, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yes. If it, if it, if yeah. they saw maybe a piece of their grandfather, a piece of yep. their uncle, yep. or they maybe saw a piece of themselves, it, themselves. Of themselves <laughs> and just that, hey, a black guy's coming opposite direction to me <clears> on the street. <throat> I clutch my purse a little bit tighter. And so you, you, you have this sort of traces of like you're checking yourself in your own racism. You know it's there. You know it's buried. Maybe it's buried deep or maybe it's like at the surface or whatever. But you know it's there in some capacity. And this movie kind of comes over and just sort of washes things away and says, you know what? You're not that bad. The people who are really that bad are the ones who are burning crosses and beating him down in the bar. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. And in Blackland, those aren't the worst people. Those are the ones we can deal with. Like, yeah. right. Because we, we, we know. We know. That's what I was saying. It's yeah. that, it's that, saying. It's that subtle, subtle, the subtle sock. Those are the worst. The guy who sees your glass after you've drank it at the restaurant and throws it away right. is worse than the guy. Right. So when people oh, are watching right. Green Book and they see Tony Lip and they say, well, you know, Tony Lip. No, Tony Lip is the worst. Bad. He's the worst. Because that's the one we got to deal with every fucking day who yes. blocks all of our blessings yes. and wonder, makes the world a horrible place. I wonder if. I can deal with the crackers rolling up. He's not giving us a loan. For no yeah. reason, I can go. Like the other one, yes. you, show, you you have a phone interview for the job, right? And everything's going great, and they're like, "Oh, we're about to, you know, we, we really want you. Come on in, right? You come in, and, and the, then oh, and oh, the, and the Tony the lip is the one behind the desk, have, w- and he's exactly. like, you know what? We filled the job. Just I just got a phone call. The previous the, the previous applicants were going. Well, it's already giving you the right impression. Yeah. Because, right. Um, you're here, and, and, great, the and you get talked to in the lobby. Right. You don't even get. To you don't even get to the building. Yeah. And can I just say this for writers who are writing these type of movies because I know you're going to keep writing them <laughs> and just understand you have your right you can do that do that do that do, create do whatever you want that's your right as an artist just know there'll be pushback you'd be surprised could you, a lot could of you, people are calling me and some of the other people over there going can you guys take a look at this could you, uh, could you stop doing this other trope that I cannot stand is where you have the white racist person yeah. but they're married to the nicest white woman ever and she's oh, yeah. not racist uh, at all yeah. yeah could you stop doing that because yeah. I keep seeing, it. I, I see it. I, I, I see it in the new movie. You know, the best best of enemies because they have what's his name, Sam Rockwell's little wife, and she's laughing and talking. It's like no. White women could be even more racist than the white oh, men. Yeah. So please stop the making PTA, us the, the uh, cookie bacon. The PTA was part, is terrible. Part here's of PTA, some cookies. The you know PTA parents was founded by white women yes. who were uh, like associated with the Klan, but they yep. couldn't put the hoods on. But they were like, we got to find a way to infiltrate. We will do that. Areas <laughs> so we'll make cookies and have I'm little serious. meetings with educational stuff. So please know your that's history. Know your history. That's that's. I mean, there's so many. So many. Know your history. You know, we keep doing this. Oh, black guy and white guy don't get along. Have, you know, or we tiresome. do a version of the help. Yeah, you know, but this movie was driving Miss Daisy, but just sort of flipped. Drive, driving Doctor Shirley. <laughs> yeah. just, just sort of flipped. Doctor well, Shirley. See, yeah. see, this. Uh, you know, it's an interesting point that you made about the the the, the wife of the racist. Okay. The thing about the wife of the racist, right? The, the wife of the racist. Every movie. And she, I like Linda Carlini. She's, but, I mean, but this is the thing. She know, like you, that like racism. You can't hide that from yeah. the person you love. Yeah. So that person has to really accept it. Yeah. Why are you accepting it when I'm, you're the complete? I'm tra- and I'm hey. trying to, I'm trying to remember the scene where she hey. finds the glasses in the trash can after the black dudes have done the work in, in the house and the glasses. Have been she put, comes back in. Does she after. ever? Challenge Tony and be like, what, no. the fuck, what the fuck did you put no, the glasses in the trash doesn't. can for? Again, uh, that's my original. It's point. like, oh, there at, he goes at, again. At no point, yeah, like hey gals, yeah. Oh, at Tony. no point in the movie mm-hmm. is he held accountable for his bullshit. Right, you know, it's just sort of like, right. Well, I got a gun in the parking lot. I right. saved him because those guys were going to take his money. Aha, right. uh-huh. aren't I less right. racist now? Right. Nah, come on, man. I wonder if they felt. I was thinking about this because I watched the movie, then I read the script because they sent us the scripts, right? 
And I, I personally like this script. I think it's a really, really well, well written, written script. Well written. But I think it helped that I saw the movie because I could picture the mm-hmm. two of them, right? It's fucking Viggo's movie, first of all. Oh, yeah. But I wonder if they keep thinking that in the end, Mahershala's uh, character comes back and they invite him to dinner at the house. So he's going to have mm-hmm. to eat and drink After and After Mahershala from drives food. fool to make right. it for Christmas. Right. But I'm wondering in their head where they were like, did he arc? Who, did he? Who did, did Vigo's character arc? Did Tony arc? Oh, that was it. Having a nigga come to the house yeah, and eat. Yeah, you know, with yeah, the family yeah. when they all were completely yeah. racist at first. Right, exactly. Which he to me, which to which me, in real Blacklandia, <laughs> that is the worst thing you want to do for a black person. Invite them to your house with all your races when you know you're putting them in the den of snakes. Mm-hmm. Like that's, you, we going to go someplace else. We going to do something the, different. The, the letters, but that's not their thinking. Their thinking right. is, this is the arc. He's coming to, the, and now we're all going to have a kumbaya yeah. moment. The letters, like, the, no. You look, the letters. Because John Shirley didn't have any family. The, yeah, according, according to them. Right. He had, the yeah. The letters yeah. that Tony. Didn't have no people. Had no people. The letters that Tony. Teach him how to eat chicken. The letters that Tony Lip wrote to his wife. The Mahershala, yeah. Um, what do you call it when they tell you the love it? letters? What? Yeah. Oh, you mean like the Cyrano de Bergerac? Yeah, know? yeah. Where yeah. he? What'd you yeah. Call it? Love letters. Yeah. Well, but he dictated to him. Right. Like, oh, dictation. Yeah. yeah. Um, she, the wife, saw the change, and I'm wondering if because could you said, well, did she ever confront him? And to me, Mm-mm. as I read it after I watched it, made me go, she didn't need to. But she saw the change in him because of that. Well, no, she knew she knew he wasn't writing. She knew he wasn't writing a letter. I would assume. She hugs um, Don Shirley and was like, "Thank you for writing those letters." Right. Yeah, she knows Don Shirley was behind those letters. Right, and that's what I'm saying is she knew that he would change because of that. He Mm. changed because of that. That's just I'm trying to find some justification. I'm not going to work that hard. No, (laughs) no. Congratulations, Green Book. Um, But we're we're moving on. We're moving on. Can I say something that? When we talk about art and films, and this is just something a little different, a little different to take it to a different level, I'm going to say that I'm changing my mind about if Bill Street could talk. Uh-oh. Oh, wh- wh- whoa, 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 whoa. What was your mindset on that anyway? Because I never said anything publicly, really, about it. Oh, whoa, I don't well, think I've ever said anything publicly about it. I know we've had our private conversations when well, we were I talking. You, but, bro, I, no, no, talk, I'm just saying. We, we talked, you hadn't seen it yet. So. No, no, I've oh, seen it. Seen, I've seen it. Seen, my seen thing it. is this, because my, my, my whole big thing was, it was the ending. You know, I don't like endings when we get black people in jail, because I want us to win. But... Because there were so many things that I did really like about it. Like, I love, and I know <clears throat> some people didn't like the meditative, you know, it's just a lot of meditative things. And I thought to myself, if Bill, Str- Bill Strickland's talk is like the Solange album, I'm trying to make a comparison, where it's meditative. And for some people who were like, well, I don't know, it didn't quite fit, there's just something about revelation about black love. And I think one of the criticisms I, had, I, I was grappling with was whether or not our lead character, especially um, Keegan Lane's character, whether she had some agency or not, whether things were happening or things were happening to her. My thought is this. The agency was love itself. Them embracing love despite everything that was going on. Okay. And so trying to get that love, trying to work through and get back together, that was her agency. 
And I'm just talking about in terms of writing that from the visual, from me thinking about well, so, it. Uh, okay, so because are the, you justifying? So, so, no, no, I'm so, just saying so, because so, one of my criticisms okay, but, 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 is like, but, 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 wait, but, 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 love is not a character. It, but, love, I can't see love. It's, it's, okay. I can't. I can't look at a character. I can't. But the it's, hands, it's, it's, the, the moments, drive the plot, meditative so, because things. it is nebulous and sort of surreal and Here's obvious. The thing. Okay. I mean, I need to look at a character with some agency. I can't look at love. It doesn't. It's not tangible. Here's the thing. But the whole movie was love. Every single character. When we interviewed him, when we interviewed for the WGA, mm-hmm. he, we interviewed Barry I, I, Jenkins, Jenkins for WGA. Hey, Barry. Um, and he's a very smart guy. Yeah. I, if you kind of remember, like near the end of it, I was kind of telling him, I was like, "Well, look, you made a fairy tale, mm-hmm. and it's okay that if, if that was your ultimate goal, and I and I and I respect if that's what your ultimate goal is that you had you had to do that because mm-hmm. you know you don't because we are deprived of seeing black love there on screen. Right. That's it." And therefore, yeah, Love Jones was that the last movie we you know, <laughs> That's the past you get. I mean, on, that's the past you get if you're making a fairy tale. Right. And love and basketball. And, you're, right. and we had the love is thing it, on on you know, own right. for a season. You know, um, um, so, no, no, but, no I'm, just, I'm just trying to throw out examples of, of, of yeah, like black okay, love. Okay, right. but so you guys have named five movies in let's say 25 years. Right. When there's probably we just talked about the best man before we started recording. So, okay, so now we're at six, but there's probably thirty, Ten. probably thirty right. to fifty a year to come out about white love. Right, at, at least fifty a year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so well, we are twelve percent of the population. Let's do the math here. I mean, so, I, I mean, I, so, yeah. <sighs> all right, so all right, so of twelve percent of the population, about forty movies come out a year. That means that we should be seeing about fifty. Okay. Like you know, like you know, mm-hmm. we, should That's be fair. Seeing, we should be seeing at least fifty well, black okay. films, it, right? It, and they don't like, argue like, about like, love because like I don't want to talk about yeah. love. I, it's, like, <laughs> it's not a very interesting <laughs> subject. And know. that's uh, and, and but that's uh, what I say. I don't care if it's white so, love or black but, love. I just, so, I'm not really so, into it. So look, I get, so I get what you're saying. <laughs> just cats, right? okay. just cats. I get cats and tennis. Right. I get what you're saying. So I, you know, like look, I don't. I mean, I came to that realization after seeing him talk afterwards. Is, you know, speaking because we saw like the part of the end of the screen, you know, I saw a little bit of it again, and he was saying things about it about what he wanted to do. And it's like, I think a lot of I'm, a lot of times I don't want to hear what the artist was meant to do, to do if it didn't show up on, if it's thing. not on the screen, right? right. Then, then right. you fail, then right? You fail, to right. which, you fail at your own thesis, right? But I kind of feel like I understand, and, and mainly because he kept saying something when we were listening to him talk. He kept saying, This is the first time that, that Baldwin's been done in the English language, and I was like, mm. He said it like three times, and I was mm. like, what is he talking about? Hmm. And I had, and I and I was like, well, mm-hmm. this got to be another time, got to be another time. And 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 Bill Street had been done in the eighties as a French movie. Mm. And I think and I, black people. No, no, it's set, set in France, and it's about. I, I, I wanted. I've seen the movie, but well, maybe they were black. But I was looking at it. I think they're North African. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it like takes, migrants, okay. or immigrants, takes place okay. in Marseille. Mm-hmm. Okay, in all right, all right. So I was like, oh, okay, so, so there's a possibility mm. of something going on here where right. there's racism and everything like that. So I haven't seen the movie, but I kind of, I, okay, I get it. I, I get what he wants to do. But I say I understand that point. Right. The point that I had made to people before is. If this movie is like race swapped and it's white people and the story happens, because it's, it's, it's Italians and it's mm-hmm. turn of the century and that's when Italians were, were getting all this kind of fight the way blacks were, the movie doesn't work. So, so, I, so I say to myself, does this movie work because it's black people only? That's the question you're asking. I think it works for me. It's a question I think, of what's our criteria? Then? Yeah, and that's the we, key. That's the know, criteria. And therefore, are we handicapping movies? It, yeah, it goes back to our black criticism comment. Are, like, yeah. Let's not just sit here and be happy because we, black people are on screen. 
So, I, and I it's not that. And, and part it of it has to be quality. And part of my was, was was grappling with that. Like, am I just saying that because it's so rare to see? And am I am I falling for the old black like people trap? You've been trap? starving. You are so starving. There's some here's some muddy water. There's water yeah. in there. It's kind of muddy brown. Mm-hmm. It'll do what it needs to do, but it's not really clean water. You've been starving, and, and I've been starving, cracker, and I got to take it. Mm-hmm. I will say this. The water's not too muddy. <laughs> so, I, so I'm going to drink a little bit because as I was look, thinking about it again. She got Kool-Aid now. That's the purple source of Rex no, no, and that Kool-Aid. I kept saying, like, what was it about that it? Because, you know, I hated the fact that he was in... Well, if you haven't seen it, well, I'm, oh, spoiler please. alert. If, spoiler alert yeah. if you haven't seen it. So, yeah. you know, he's in jail for like years because the baby is not even a baby anymore. The child is a toddler mm-hmm. walking and talking and going to school. By the time he gets that last scene. By the time scene. he gets that last scene. And I told myself, I don't ever want to see movies with black people in jail at the end and that's our happy ending. Yeah. Like, I, we got to win. It's not a happy ending. We got to fucking win. Right. I mean, it's got to be like Black mm-hmm. Panther despite all the controversy. Like, we got we to fucking win. Mm-hmm. But it was like, what is it about it when I kept thinking, like I said, like, what's the agency act? What's the point? Where are we leading to? Where is this going? Where is all this arcing? Well, I will say Regina King has some agency in the film. And that, you but, know, every single char- Oscar. but every mm-hmm. single character in there it really was the act, the sacrifice of wanting love, wanting to do better, do what we can for our kids to have love. And I think thematically that was the thing, love, and all of its things. And even though the character really wasn't doing anything like actively, like where I felt like she needs to be doing this and this, just... At that time period, just loving another I mean, even black in person. In the sex scene, she's just like in receive mode. I'm yeah, that's I was true. Really I, bothered by yeah, that. Like she it, wasn't it was, very hang on, hang on, hang on. I gotta talk about the sex scene. <laughs> that's true. I mean, it's I, true. I, I, I was it's so true. Listen, in the theaters. I was, I was like, so oh. bothered by it because but it was, was a virgin too. Hey, okay, she's we've a virgin. All been there. We've okay. all been there. But what I didn't like is like she was just sort of like receiving, receiving, and like okay, I guess he wants to do it now. Let me just lay here. Okay, all right, this is happening. And like she's not involved in her. Like, you want to make a movie about but love, he was and she's comforting and she, her. No, no. She's, not said, involved, just, she's not involved okay. in her own f- sex act. She's just sort of like, okay, whatever he wants. I was really bothered, but it was like a 1950s style. But that's how but, but, but with that sex scene. But but it was 1950s. That's what they did. No, it wasn't no, it was 50s. 70s. It, 70, in the 70s, by then we had okay, birth control whatever. and women's lib. Yeah. And we, had, we were talking about different things. And but, she, had, she was just sort of like wide-eyed, like, okay, he, I guess this is happening. I'm trying to remember. Was she, were they churchy people? I don't think no. they were. No, no, no. I'm no. Trying to I mean, out they didn't why. even slap her in the face when she came home and found out she was pregnant, so they weren't that churchy. <laughs> okay? But that was luck because they were no, exciting. That, 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 that sex scene... It okay. was really bothersome okay. for me as were, a female. Well, I that think we it, that we don't, but it, it portrayed us okay, as like we're, we're kind of like fish, that's and true. we don't really like grab a man and want to get at that's, it. Or that's true, and that's not true. That's true. I haven't talked about this on the air. You don't have to. I don't want to put you out <laughs> there. No, that's fine. what I'm going to say about the movie. That's I, what I'm going to say in terms of everybody knows. Mind. Okay, Barry's my dude. Barry's hella cool people's. However, that I was actually invited to the private private party, so I went, brought my girl Pamela. We went. And after Barry was like, hey, you, ain't got, you ain't got to put yourself out there. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's all right. He's like, what you think? I was like, the directing was amazing. Mm. I loved it. Um, I had some issues with the story. Mm-hmm. You know, just, and remember, we all write screenplays and dissect screenplays all day long. So if they don't have certain elements in, in the script right. or in the story or in the plot or whatever, you immediately throw up your flag. <clears throat> so I threw about 10 of them down at some point. Mm-hmm. And so the biggest issue that bothered me was the whole thing about how he got to jail in the fucking first place. Mm-hmm. They set up this amazing character in this cop and never used him. Yeah. 
Well, but see, I was like, yeah, I never go back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, again, that, that's yeah. something I, that I kind of brought up to him in our interview, <clears> and it kind of goes to what you were saying. We said it's it's like he was saying he didn't want to see another scene about the like the violence toward blacks by cops. Like he like it's he didn't, the whole fucking like, thing. He didn't want to put but, that on screen. But, but, he didn't at, wanna, but, but, but to, to me, it's, it's to me, I kind of feel like okay, if you don't want to do that. And you want to tell me a black fairy tale about love, which I'm fine with, then you got to find another way to to you you have to frame it differently. If you don't, if if you if you're if you're if the obstacle is them because he's in jail, and but 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 then you don't want to show me the circumstances to put him in jail. The villain, the if, villain, if, if, if the, 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 the antagonist the that kind of did that, the work, right? Yeah. Well, to get then there. you need to find a different way to show me the love story because, 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 see, because sure. honestly, the story could have been like in, you know, in the, the, um, the Victor Hugo thing, the Jean Valjean, where it's like he's they're constantly being chased mm-hmm. by the law. He's he's not he's in jail in the beginning, but you mm-hmm. don't need to have that in this, and you can still show that I'm trying to have my love story mm-hmm. with the threat of this thing keeping right. around mm-hmm. me. Right. That's keeping it from from together, as opposed to I gotta like put all the the aftermath of what we know is horror and never show you the horror because it's kind of like yeah, that's yeah, it, it, I think it, that was it, the issue is the tone of the movie was so. This that it needed that moment yeah, for me. Yeah, I was I, honestly, I was a little bored. Well, because you set it Watching up. The movie. Oh, but here's here's the thing. He set it up. That scene where the he's at the the Italian grocer right. and the cop is there and it's and it's kind of like, dude, you, and everybody comes out helping them. Help yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Everybody in that you neighborhood set this was way too you, familiar with this couple yeah, and like and liking yeah, but, them a but bit too much. Besides that, you're setting up the fact that it's like the cop. Got shown his ass in right. that scene. So you need right. him By to the do something. Yes. So to have him to come back. He, and so do, yeah. he's not good because we all know this is around the. T- you know what? There needs to be a movie about the fucking Miranda rights. But this is around <laughs> the time that the, 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 this had j- that had just happened. So cops were still used to whooping everyone's ass because there was no recourse. Right. And you're saying to yourself, "Oh, he's got to get his revenge." That's- he has I kept to waiting something. for it, and it something. never happened. Yeah. So I was because like, yeah. that it be, because it's I was telling someone about reading some script uh, you know for the it's kinda like you set something up and don't pay it off. Yeah. Well, I, expect, I did expect the cop, the, cop, the cop to come back. It's like, okay, he he's in there and he didn't. And it's like, oh, but then it was like, okay, then this is not this is just a meditation on it. This is not it. That's true. This is just a meditative. You would see, see, and that's that's how what I'm taking away from this movie. It's a meditation on black love and, and, and the you, time of of struggle. And you totally should because see, and see, that's because, how to take it. Because see, see, he. This is the thing that he said something again about like what. This is where his his post interview I thought was a little strange. Not many of yours, but when we saw him talking on stage, this is the thing that I'm like, oh, you need to follow the Kubrick thing. Let the movie speak for you. Don't <laughs> right. say Don't anything speak about for it. it. Yeah, is that he mentioned that the there's a scene in the movie where they go to that loft where, right. where Dave Franco <clears throat> is showing the thing, and he said, "Well, we shot this scene where there's a fantasy scene." Where that they walk into that law from a point of view thing, it's like steady cam glide shot, and it and the whole thing is and as he's talking about what's going to be in there, you start seeing it the all populated, blah 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 blah, and then it comes around and shows them walking in, and then it goes on the girl's face, and then it cuts to, and it's like she's she just dreamed all that, mm-hmm. and he shot that scene, and he said I took it out because it was too hard, it was too emotionally. Like a like you know like of this knife stab, but you this, need that. But see, he was saying that's not what I want to do because I'm going to tell a fairy tale. So I'm kind of saying to myself, why is you like 
and that made me like like when he started speaking, it made me like reconsider the film because I was my thoughts on it because I was like, but you know what? You knew what you wanted to do. That like he shot stuff that he that should have been in there to 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 give us more of the punch. But somehow he talked himself out. That of That would have been a great scene to put in there to it, show to. Just, just to underline the well, fact yeah. that, and it's on the just D- have you a know, and he's like, sitting, oh. sitting there saying it's on yeah. the DVD, Man. and it's, it's and I was like, well, Man. okay, I get what you're doing, but Man. but to me, it's it's kind of like you need to put this stuff in there, yeah. See, to a certain degree, like talking like that, showing stuff on the DVD, it's kind of like when you when those Renaissance guys do paintings, mm-hmm. and if you were to scan them with the X-ray, you'd see the all the, the stuff the, underneath, yeah, the underneath <laughs> that they didn't put in. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, dude, you put that in, take it out. Oh, okay, you took that because that was good to take out. Yeah. But it was like that's what it's like, and and and, and to me, it's like. We don't need to see the underpainting. Right. Just show us the painting, and if it works, right. it works. And, just, we, and that's this I just want it. to say that I, I'm still glad he came out with the movie. I'm glad he got the accolades mm-hmm. that he did. I personally didn't think it was an Oscar movie. Personally, okay, yeah, um, that's fair. It was an independent spirit it's fair. movie. Yeah, he won a bunch of awards. Over yeah, there. it's, it's fair. a Sundance. Mm-hmm. It's fair. Winner, he shot it on Alexa sixty five. I was yeah. like, "Fuck, dude, what are you doing?" Yeah. But but I'm one thing I love about him, and I even said it, you know, in the in the interview. Is is I love. I think he represents us well. Yes, you and I, I, mean? I would like to see more right. uh, filmmakers try something like a right. right? something different, something you know, meditative, something you know, just be open to, to doing that kind of thing. Right. And I just felt like a second view and just thinking about it and just meditating. And like I said, from listening to Salon Jobin and like understanding that certain black art isn't for everybody and certain things, it's okay right. for and that. And that needs to be okay. And right. that is we okay. stop attacking so each other. Exactly. So and that is okay. Right. We are a, a, a diverse I, audience right. in terms of thought as well. And we need right. that diversity in our I storytelling too. Barry, it's the thing I lament about just something, something that happened after, <clears> it's <throat> been since that writer's strike. It's been 10 years. It's, what I love is that Barry took the big swing. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And it's so hard to do that now for any artist yep. because there's so much pressure on pay me back, pay me back, pay me back, pay me back, as opposed to, wait, 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 this is not about you getting paid back. This is about are we doing something good? Right. And, and, you know, and the balance is tipped. And that's how we see, that's why you're always like, we're, we're Hollywood celebrating mediocrity because right. the thing is, it, it, it's, it, it's too difficult to make. Uh, um, work that impacts you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If your design is, I got to get a broad audience because that right. means I got to right. like. And he right. could have gone I, for that after I, Moonlight. He could have bumped yeah, the yeah, Green yeah, Book yeah. if you wanted. I hate, I exactly. I have to that would have been the trajectory of any you know, other artist. I like you know, easily. Like, I got to buff down the edges. I and mean, yeah. it's one thing you know, like if you go back and watch movies from the eighties and the nineties, you see it, these movies have fucking edge. They were like, you know what? We're gonna make some shit. This th- th- or in th- terms th- today, th- when we talk about writing, it's it's voice. That's the word people yeah. throw around. Like, I hate yeah. people say that because it's like that's that's bullshit. Because I mean, no, I don't say it's bullshit. I, it's I don't bullshit. Think it's bullshit. But I take that back. But I feel like it's a, it's your the, unique the, personality coming through on the page. Exactly. Yes, that's true. Yeah, but on the but when you which make, we which we sort of you know shorthand in terms of voice. Yeah, we call but, it voice. But <clears throat> but that doesn't necessarily. But people can have a great strong voice and still make work that is not edgy. Mm-hmm. And and you know and and by edgy, I don't mean. 
like the term like like the, the term that has been thrown around like oh that's not edgy enough work and stuff like that because the edgy work that people say they want on the page that shit never makes it to the screen because it's like motherfucker because guess what I can't get the women who are 35 and older to come watch this if you put this scene in the movie mm-hmm. I can't get the boys who are this age to come watch right. this in the movie and it's like you know what in the just 80s and the 90s movie. They just I would, make, you know what just make I make movie. that movie and then whoever and, will come and, and will come and they, you yeah. know what and people would like it and make a lot of money if someone's okay. giving you that comment then that's not the place you need to be it, no, I'm, I'm not saying it's me no, no, I, no, no, yes. I'm just saying in general I'm just saying in general but if I see that all that the comment. time I fucking watch movies all the time and I'm like you know what I can I can tell but you're dealing with I, the world I can where tell. they all say kill your babies yes so you're dealing to you you're killing your baby to you you're saying you should yeah. go somewhere else here's I'll give Kaiser's example I watched the Predator movie. Right. Let's was, wrap this the, up. The, yeah, the new one that came out. I just out, bought right? it from Target. You know, I, I watched the new one in the theater. Because Sterling K. Brown was in it. And I said to myself, this is, the, like, this movie, the way it's cast, the way that you're setting it up, it's all about, you, like, I got to maximize, like, my dollars, like, possibly on this. I cannot, mm-hmm. the, the, like, the concern is that. The, the concern is the executives are saying, I need to buy that third house, so I got to get a good bonus, so I, so I have to make this movie appeal to most people. And, I mean, I, I watched the movie, was so upset, and I, I was like, and I, it's one of the things that happened to me. I, I go, I went back, I said, is the first movie even any good? Hmm. Oh, the original <laughs> Predator is amazing. It's a fucking very, because I'm so, like, I'm so... I'm so gobsmacked by how bad this recent was. I'm thinking the first one can't even be that good for them. The, the, the fall from grace is so high. It's fucking Lucifer. I don't care. It's got oh, Sterling wow. K. Brown yeah. in it, and I'm happy. No, the situation. first Predator was very much of its time. Yeah, yeah. And I go so watch I it. I want to say it was so, 1986 yes. or 87. Yeah, it was 87. It's, it's 87. And, and, and I go watch that movie. I watched the movie. I came home, I literally watched it that night, and I was like, these motherfuckers are so hardcore. They did so much ruthless shit in that movie that you would never see in the movie today because they'd be afraid of the audience wouldn't be there hmm. you know because I mean they do something in the first one where Arnold Schwarzenegger has conflict with Carl Weathers like that even the right. inside yeah. the team yeah, they're beefing with each other yeah. and then it's beef in terms of how we're going to deal with this, this thing that's coming right. it's constantly it's like, going what we got out here is a couple guys you know you guys well, I don't know yeah. what you guys are talking about yeah, yeah. there's yeah. all this beef no, that's right. going it's on real, and then you put right. Jesse Ventura in there and you're like talking wild ass shit Bill Duke but it's very much of his time in terms of the muscle man there's no need for their hands to shake and the muscles are all the biceps are all popping and popping yeah, yeah. And the but that's dope though. It's, no, it's, <laughs> but, but it's like that's an eighties movie. That's right, why that shit was right, live. Right, like, that's how right. no, but, you're not going to see that now. Yeah, but because the men aren't built yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah, anymore. but yeah. also a damn no. skinny uh, manorexic hipster from Silver Lake. Exactly. But what also goes on is that that there's this there's this glorification of the weapons in that the guns and shit. Yes. That you don't even just can't do no shit. I just remember the they mow the jungle down. Yeah, the fucking minigun. The minigun. Yeah, that, that sound, sound, that sound, that gambling cannon. Because yes. that's the kind of shit. They even did yeah. And then even he gets got. Justin Curry with a huge, you know, gun. Stomach's blown open and shit like that. Yeah. It's awesome. It's, yeah. it's, it's kind of really like well oh, those other movies. <laughs> but it's of its time. It's of that eighties. You know, a Reagan, we're in Reagan eras and Cold Wars happen or Cold Wars. Yeah, Cold, Cold Wars are happening. Yeah, and yeah. It's like. But my thing is, a movie with that level of like. I'm not saying like the 80s shows, but that type of the, spe- the specificity of that film mm-hmm. like <clears> could <throat> work today. The right. problem is, is that movie is now like a two million dollar movie, which doesn't really work as a two million dollar movie because no. they're afraid of where the artist is going to be. It's not going to be a 50 million dollar movie mm-hmm. with, you know, what, you know, what this got some, like it's got one of the biggest stars in the world in it. You know, it's just not going to do that right. today. Right. And that's why those, and that's well, why those movies don't work. Okay. Now. One last thing on this predator thing. I think part of the problem, because you said some executive was giving it notes or whatever. Well, I think part of the problem is to get people out to the cinema now, it has to be that 
four quadrant type yeah. movie that gets oh, yeah. everybody right. yeah, out there. That's what I'm you got to either be Marvel or you got to be Disney or people just aren't bothering. I mean, that's just the reality of the times you live in. I mean, it's sad but true. Oh, I know. I so think it goes you, to there are some movies that need a sequel and some that don't. <laughs> right, and basically also, what you're saying is Predator should have just stopped. Stop. Stop. All right, stop. What you doing? Because I'm about, about to ruin. ruin. They should just. They, what they should have done, which is interesting, is they did have it on the DVD. Mm-hmm. They have a little, uh, you know, on the, the special features. They have a little, like I think it's like maybe 10, 15, 10 minutes long, and they do like a retrospective of all the Predator movies. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that, I thought, see, that's what y'all should have did. Y'all should have did a documentary on Predator. And talked about the different, and just left it at that. Or, I mean, if you want to do, if you do Predator, you've been helping out doing Predator, you do it for like $20 million and you put it on Netflix. Yeah. And then that way you can reach that, and you can have yeah. your edge or whatever yeah. that you're trying to reach. Yeah. And you can have the muscles in the gun. And Saturday Night Sci-Fi can talk about audience. it and tweet exactly. it and make it blow up. You see, can't see, do it for $100 see, million and put it yeah. out That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because the prop, like, you and matter of fact, these, these Gen Zers now don't know Predator. They because we're like, talking what? about yeah. it's an 87 right. property. Right. I mean, when you first saw that monster, you were just like, Whoa. what the hell? And it's also of the Aliens time period, too. It was just a different It was like Matrix when we saw the... Yeah. For the first time. It disappeared in that chair. Oh, yeah. Because it's like... Right. And it's the, the first time I think that? we saw like Schwarzenegger covered himself in the mud to hide. Right. Like, yes. That was a Coming device. Out of, yeah. Right. Like, we never. We yeah. never seen. He him. was actually acting yeah. and doing something. Exactly. Yeah. Though I do oh, take that, that back because he was he was acting and because we Saturday Night Sci-Fi did Terminator. Termin- they did Terminator. Uh, last night for the Saturday Night Sci-Fi. That's before that. And uh, yeah, a couple years before. C- a couple. Yeah. yeah. And and he basically had said that it was, was Conan first. Yeah, mm-hmm. it basically it said that people were like, oh, he's just being Arnold, but he was actually acting. And I was reading a thing they were talking about how when um, he did Terminator, he studied how robots and how a artificial intelligence, um, when they're studying something. So he started acting and, and pretending like whenever he's looking at somebody, he's always his eyes, his head follows his eyes, and he's looking at oh. stuff. And that was him. That's not the director telling him to it's do right. that. That was Arnold. I was like, oh, Arnold's acting. Yeah, you know, well, yeah, he, he does well. He does well in certain roles. But they were always after that. Before that movie, they were always saying, "You're just Conan. You're just this big dude who's running no, around." No, but no, he was no, actually, no. He, he, that guy worked really but, hard. But, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. people people slip on how dope Conan is because Conan is one of the most amazing movies. Ever. I like Conan. Like, like, yeah. destroy more. Like, you got Grace Jones and Will Chamberlain in one movie. PG, PG, and it's not bloody enough. So it goes back to my statement about what's going on. But what I'm saying is. That character that he plays, Conan, is way so different than the Terminator, and yeah. that's like the next movie. Yeah, and then it's so different than when he when he like when he when he, when he plays John Matrix in <clears> Commando, <throat> which is the next movie. It's like he he's like he like he he began to, to parody himself. I think around the second kindergarten cop, uh, kindergarten cop, and like the second. Terminator mm-hmm. or what was it uh, True Lies yeah I yeah. love True Lies it's a great movie yeah. but it is a bit yeah. of a parody yeah. of an action yeah. movie because yeah. there's yeah. a scene where who's Roseanne's husband um, who's standing uh, behind yeah. a pole Tom Arnold yeah. yeah. standing Tom behind Tom a pole and bullets are flying and he's yeah. just he, his fat <laughs> ass is behind the pole and he doesn't get a single bullet in the butt or nothing like nothing yeah. it's just, it, it parodies a little That's bit on that note thank y'all Yep. Well, you at uh, Linnell White. So I'm on Twitter at Linnell White, L Y N E L L E. If you can't spell White, you don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Where you at, Chris? Damn, <clears throat> spell White. <laughs> spell with a Y. That's why. <laughs> there are some. There are some people that spell White with a Y. Yeah, I, white. I, I'll, uh, I'll back off that. I'm but. at unauthorized CBD on Twitter and Instagram and at shadowboxercinema.net. Lisa, Lisa, Colt Jam. I'm at what fresh hell is this on Twitter? Y'all know. 
How was um, Horror Noir doing on Shutter? Oh my God. It was like the number one when it dropped. It was mm-hmm. like the number one thing people were streaming on their, their thing. It is done well. People are like really talking it up. Um, a lot of people are actually going out and watching a lot of the older movies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it it really did a lot of good stuff for Shutter. Yeah. So I mean, I want to go back and watch Black Alert since y'all talked about it, all the uh, all the yeah. stuff. And go it just watch, go, like, watch the original remember. Ganja Hess. If you watch Shutter, or, do you have Shutter? I don't have. It. Okay, they have a. We can do a free week that. trial. Yeah, do that yeah. and um, check out Ganja and Hess and a lot of the other stuff that's on there. That's pretty good. Ganja and Hess is one of my favorites. You know, what's interesting. Just last it's another thing, meditative. Last thing about the black, black horror is a guy I follow on Instagram. His name is like Frank. Franca Villa or something like that. He's an interesting artist. Uh, he did a, for Black History Month, he did a <clears> new <throat> sketch of like a black actor who did like some, you know, who, who like who was in a famous black horror film. So every mm. day he put out a new one. It was mm. interesting seeing all the guys like Tony Todd and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is really They did one for my friend it. Jaretta. They did yeah. one for Jaretta for Demons. Mm. It's really interesting. So uh, before, you, before we close that out, since you mentioned that, they did, I don't know if y'all saw it, they, they revealed Cast. what's his name for Candyman. Yeah, I saw it. Dude from Aquaman. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Mo- so Momo, Jason Momo, no, 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 no someone no. else. The guy I don't know his name. Stars in it. He's the bad guy in Aquaman, yeah. the black guy. Oh, so they got a black guy to be Black Manta? It would be Black Manta. Oh, fucking him, man. him. No, he's going to be Candyman. Candy man. Candy but candy he's seen in, in, in yeah. Aquaman. No, just oh, he's the, the yeah, character. He's the, the character Black yeah. Manta is mm-hmm. you know, is, is he a black guy or not? But okay, I maybe I should see that now. Cool. And I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show, Screenwriters RR on Twitter. <clears throat> Any questions, screenwritersrentroom at gmail.com. Please go on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, whatever you guys listen to. Give us a five-star review. We need that for the metrics. Please go on our what, Chris? Our Patreon page. There will be a link in the show notes. We have to list anybody. We have any new people on Oh, we to. do. Yeah. Um, next time. All I, right. I got a list. I we'll look at list. it from the yeah. next episode. Yeah. Um, and uh, you can follow us on Facebook, shit like that. And um, a lot of good stuff going on. Uh, welcome back, Lisa. It's yeah. good to see you. Yeah. We miss you. Folks, every time, you can't Thank go you. for one week. I can't go nowhere. Folks would be like, well, Lisa, please. I'm like, bitch, she was busy for one week. <laughs> Guess some devotees out there. Yeah. Hey, can I just say one last thing? I know we keep saying this one last I prom- I'm sorry. Listen, this is for Trevante Rose. What he didn't do? I need you to stop being so cute. With these pictures they be dropping to you. Because I'm trying I'm trying to write this black urban it's concrete cowboy. I'm trying to write about black cowboys contemporary. Cute. It's like my version of urban cowboy, but with black Have people. You, oh my and Trevante Rose, somebody posted this picture up and I thought that is my lead dude. And um so I need him to stop being cute because he's distracting me from getting my writing done. So sir, sir. What are you gonna say real quick? Well no, there was a documentary done about black cowboys in Compton from Compton. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that I, guy. I, it was played at the LA Film Festival. I can't mm-hmm. remember the name oh, of it. Oh, this year? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it, try and find it yeah. if, if you can't. I was gonna I help know. him produce that at one point. Mm-hmm. But I forgot I, I forgot the name of it. They had a Kickstarter. Uh, because I'm inspired, I want a black romance, I want black cow because y'all know I'm all about the black West and black folk being cowboys and doing our thing. And it's like, you know what, it's time for me to bust out my Black cowboy romance, black people doing the thing. But there's Contemporary. a lot, you guys know I listen to a lot of country music. There's a couple of big black, black yeah. stars yeah. coming up yeah. right now in country yeah. music. They're just mm-hmm. taking over. So, uh, Hollywood, be ready for my script when it comes exactly. through because we're going to have those people in there and we're going to be it. doing some things. Yeah, do it. On that note, yes. Cool. Well, you know how we do it on the rant room on the show. We keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, everybody? 2019. 2019. Peace, y'all.
well you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed In the rent room, we let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerds got no time for no caca Sass in class, yes they used to bowl a kaja Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel, say what you want Welcome to the Red Room.